0: Maybe? Hi, welcome to this episode of Hard Travels with Boutje. Hey, today uh, I'm going to talk to you about how to make decisions with the help of your spirit guides. Uh, I want to, of course, thank you for listening to this uh, podcast this is a podcast especially for the Awakening Empath. And I just want to take um, a short, just a little bit of time to explain to you, because I th- I don't think I've ever done this, clearly, uh, why this podcast is uh, uh, called Heart Travels. Now, I have learned... Uh, from a teacher, to travel the realm of the harm, the heart, harm, (laughs) the realm of harm, no, the realm of the heart. This is, I mean, it's like this magical place that you can go into, it's actually, you're going into uh, your heart chakra, and your heart chakra is the doorway to your inner child, uh, to your higher self, to your team of guides. It's actually the doorway to the heart of God. I mean, it's the doorway to make astral travels through the universe. It's the doorway to, for instance, to travel to past lives to see what happened there. It's where you can connect to angels or meet any Ascended Master. That's the heart. I mean, every person, you can do this too. And this is what I mean by heart travels. These are travels that I do, journeys that I do, uh, or that I teach clients to do within that, the realm of their heart. Now, um, you know, about decisions, you know, this realm of the heart is the doorway to the heart of God, (laughs) which is like, to me, that's like amazing. But, you know, my ego used to think that, you know, I have to deal with life on my own, I have to make my own decisions. But, you know, I found that in traveling the realm of the heart meeting my guides and asking my guides questions that these guides, if it's the inner child or my higher self or an ascended master or an angel that I'm asking questions, they have the overview. They know what I want and they know the best and most effective way to get there. And, you know, I used to think that I had to consider all the pros and the cons of a decision. But I found that's just the way, you know, if you go about making decisions in that way, it's just confusing even more. And of course, you know, I help my clients to enter the realm of of their heart to meet their own inner child. And yes, there's usually some healing that needs to be done on the wounded inner child, but also to learn how to connect to their divine inner child. Because this divine inner child is all-knowing. You can ask any question. I mean, you can ask, what star system uh, am I from? Or, you know, what past life is bothering me right now? Or... Can you help me change my beliefs or whatever question you have? I mean, this is like magical. This divine inner child has all the questions to all, has all the answers to all your questions. So, wow, you know, and, you know, since this podcast is for empaths, empaths feel the emotions and the energy of others. They're more, away than, uh, more aware of emotions and energy of others than people who are not an empath. But, you know, that can be quite confusing. Uh, empaths are usually, you know, prone to help others. They are the the helpers of humanity. And the pitfall of being an empath is that Helping others or being of, servants, uh, being of service, you can be so much focused on what others need or what others feel. And then being of service is sacrificing your own needs, which is just not healthy. Because, you know, there's a belief that is rampant around humanity that giving is better than receiving. And as I'm going to talk to you in this podcast, giving comes from the Divine Father and receiving is coming from the Divine Mother. But, you know, our egos have learned in this life and maybe, not maybe, for sure, past lives, that we have to be of service, that sacrifice is a good thing you know, look at what the Catholics made of Jesus hanging on a cross, sacrificing himself. He's like, you know, the poster child. Not a poster child. He's like the, the um, how do you say this? The example of, you know, what we need. So we need to sacrifice ourselves? No, 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 no. So... You know, there's this whole thing about giving is good. Giving is good. You have to give, 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 give. And receiving is greedy. For a lot of people, receiving is not not even safe. So I also want to talk to you about the value of being self-centered. Because when when people and especially empaths do they do this, but when they have to make a decision, they start to ask other people, what do you think? What is the decision? What is the best decision that I could make? And, you know, others can only tell you what decision is right for them. Because everybody is only perceiving through self. Now, let's say, you know, you want to make a decision about a certain color that you want on a wall. You want to paint the wall in your house in a certain color. Now, you have thought of a certain shade of, let's say, yellow. And you're asking your best friend, what do you think of this shade? And your best friend is saying, well, you know... I I, I would take a little darker shade. Another friend is saying, I would take a little lighter shade. Uh, You you know, when you ask your mother, she says, I I, I would make it green. When you ask your father, your father says, no, 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 blue. That's just confusing. Because all of these people can just tell you what color they think through the perceiving of their self what color is best for them? But does that mean that's the best color for you to put in your house? No. You can only perceive through self. So being self-centered, I mean, especially for the empath, that's like, that's a good thing. It's a good thing for the empath that is so prone to... to knowing the energy or feeling the energy or feeling the emotions of others, learning to be self-centered, then being an empath or having this talent comes into balance. So, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) that's what, you know, making a decision for an empath is, you know, can become quite hard because you perceive the emotions of others and you're not centered in yourself enough. So next I want to talk a little bit about this Divine Father, Divine Mother thing. Because, you know, the energy on on earth, the energy that's flowing through us, The energy of Source, you can divide that uh, into the energy of the Divine Father and the energy of the Divine Mother. I mean, actually, another name for Source is Mother, Father, God. So, what is the energy of the Divine Father, and what's the energy of the Divine Mother? And what should come first? What's more important, the Divine Father or the Divine Mother? So thoughts, or focus, or courage, they all come from the Divine Father. And emotions, intuition, feeling energy, or receiving information, for instance, from the universe, but the the energy of receiving comes from the Divine Mother. It's a nurturing energy. Now, when you receive information from the universe, or when you want to receive information from your guides, when you want their help with your decisions, you want to receive their energy. You want to receive their information, which means you have to be connected to this energy of the Divine Mother because she is helping to receive now the divine father comes in when you want to give words for instance to the information or the energy that you are receiving and i've i've asked the the archangels you know what what What's going on with this Divine Mother? Why are you always, always, always talking about the Divine Mother? And hardly ever are you talking about the Divine Father. Well, I'm going to tell you about this. Right now, on schoolroom earth, we have a lack of Divine Mother's energy. We have a shortage Because look at history, or look in your own experience. I mean, going to school, I have never had a lesson on emotions. Never. But all the lessons were about rational thinking. My rational, logical mind, and being able to think logically. This is just what trains us not to trust our emotions. And if we go even back further, let's go to the dark ages. Because, I mean, you and I have had lives in those dark ages. In the dark ages, if you would uh, use the energy of the Divine Mother, you would just, you would end up uh, being burned as a witch. If you were to work with this energy, it was just forbidden. It was... So, you know, we are trained to make our decisions based on our logical, rational mind. And that logical mind alone, it does not have access to our higher self or our our inner child or our team of heavenly helpers. And filling up with the Divine Mother's love, being aware of our emotions, training ourselves to be aware of our intuition, that's key to making healthy decisions. So, I mean, do you ask yourself daily, how do I feel? And the thing is, if you feel confused, If you are not in a state of clarity, then you're just not in a state to make a decision. (laughs) And our ego thinks, I'm in control. I need to control the future. I need to control what others think of me. I need to control my thoughts. I need to control myself. And, I mean, if you feel how that feels, how these thoughts feel, to control the future, to control what others others think, or to control yourself, it just does not feel good. Because it is not in alignment with our human nature. Now, just if you're an empath or not, your human nature is to receive energy, to receive information... To, to be like, actually to be this pipeline that is letting the energy of the divine flow through you. And the thing is, when the divine mother is flowing through you, when you are receiving, when you are open to the energy of the divine mother, when you are feeling, when you are Aligned with this creative energy, this flowing energy. I mean, when you're connected to that, the divine father is always there. The thing is, you you don't have to focus on the divine father. Focusing on the divine mother is automatically bringing in the divine father you know it's <laughs> if you look at the state of you the you, humanity right now i mean look at the world look at what we're in fighting over who is right no who is wrong that's just because we're not filled up with the divine mother's energy if we knew how to receive from source we wouldn't have to bully others that they have to give us something we could receive from source. Now, I've also asked the archangels, what is here on schoolroom earth the right balance between the divine mother and the divine father? So what is the right balance between emotions, intuition and creativity, and this logical mind. And they say, look at how much water you have in your body. For instance, I mean, I, I just want to tell you the, 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 the symbol for emotions is water. Now, how much water do you think you have in your body? That's like 80, 90%. So, that is what is best to have in your life to have as a human being, to have 80 to 90% of the Divine Mother (laughs) of emotions, of focusing on how it feels, and the rest is Divine Father. The rest is thought. But we get trained, I mean, in the opposite. We get trained to make decisions with our logical mind, to make a plan, to make a list of things to do, to just step over our emotions, to not be aware of these emotions. And that's how you go into burnouts, how you go into things that don't feel good, how you stay in toxic relationships, how you etc., 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 so, I mean, and, yeah, you know, I'm not saying that having a burnout is a bad thing because it might be exactly the right thing. I mean, when I had my burnout, it was exactly the right thing for me to go through because it brought me on the spiritual path because being in this burnout I mean, I actually got there because I just followed my logical mind. And I followed all kinds of teachers that said, listen, you know, if you want to go to success, for instance, if you want to go to success as a coach, you just follow step A, B, C, D, E, and then you should get there. And I just followed this logical mind. I followed this logical train of thought that said, okay, step A, B, C, D. I'm just going to follow it. But, you know, I just never, never got to to the goals that that I wanted to go to. I just, because it, it, it was just not working. And, you know, actually later on, I was talking to... Mm. you know I, I I I did a lot of trainings with a certain company and I was talking to somebody that that knew the ins and outs of this company and he said baki do you know that only five percent of these people and there were thousands of people following these <laughs> following these trainings do you, he said balki do you know that only five percent of these people they are achieving their goals five percent And, you know, these 5% were probably just ready to achieve those goals. So, I mean, all of those trainings and all of those books that I read on how to do this and how to do that and what path should I follow and and what plan is good and and you do step A, B, C, D, E until blah, blah, blah. And uh, I just got lost. I just stepped over my emotions time after time after time, which made me come into a burnout, which was the best thing for me because then I had to start feeling. I had to start feeling when am I feeling that I'm stepping over a boundary? And, you know, I went through a burnout and I worked through a burnout. So I was coaching people while I was in this burnout, but I noticed every time that I was working too hard, that I was working too hard as a coach, I felt this feeling in the front of my head, like this kind of foggy feeling in the front of my head, and I trained myself whenever I feel this foggy feeling, whether it's you know, when I'm coaching people, when I'm doing groceries, when I'm on my bicycle, when I'm talking to other people, when I'm dealing with my kids, whatever, I just take a step back. I just relax. You know, whenever I was coaching people now and I would feel this feeling, I would just ask them a question, sit back, and just listen to their answer. Let them talk. And it worked. <laughs> really good it worked really good to feel this feeling because this this feeling in my body was teaching me where my boundaries were so the Divine Mother the Divine Mother is in deficit there's a shortage of Divine Mother's energy Now, this is where the power of the empath can be used, because the empath has a talent to feel energy, to feel emotions, to receive energy, to be creative. This is the power of the empath. But when you are all the time feeling the emotions of others and not trained to feel your own emotions. I mean, that's what I was doing. I'm a super empath. But I was just, tra- I had just been trained through my unsafe childhood to f- to to be all the time, to have my feeling antennas directed towards others. How's my mother feeling? How's my father feeling? How are my siblings feeling? How how are the kids in my school feeling? How is the teacher feeling? And reacting to that. I mean, I, I became like this chameleon. I, I remember when I was like, I think about, I was 16 or 17, I had the thought of, I was so proud that I could be anybody to everybody. I was so proud that I could feel what other people's needed and that I could be what they needed me to be. (laughs) Which, you know, I mean, can be a good thing, but I'm just losing who I really am if I'm a chameleon. (laughs) I mean, nobody really gets to know me if I'm a chameleon. If I'm trying to be everything to everybody, I'm being a chameleon. Plus, you are not source energy. You don't have to be their higher self guiding them. Because for everybody, for everybody on schoolroom earth, all humans... Your soul is in charge and your soul knows what lessons you came here to learn. Your soul knows what your needs are. Your soul at any time is trying to guide you to experience heaven on earth. And what does it mean to experience heaven on earth? Well, that's like having a happy childhood no matter what age you are. What does it mean to have a happy childhood? Even if you don't know what that feels like. Because when I first heard this, a happy childhood, I thought, come on, I did not have a happy childhood. So how do I know what a happy childhood is? Well, it's being safe, feeling nurtured, getting your needs met. Doesn't that sound like a safe mother? Having a safe mother having a divine mother and knowing how to fill up with her energy that is because her energy is the energy of safety of being nurtured of being loved always it doesn't matter if your ego is in a tantrum you're always you're always being loved the energy of receiving of receiving from this divine mother that's that's you know where we get balance plus you know i think a happy childhood it means that you have playfulness in your life you're playing your way through life instead of you know what this logical mind is saying I have to be an adult, I have to know, I have to be in charge, I have to be responsible, I have to make responsible decisions. Because the thing is, when you have this balance of the Divine Mother, 90%, and just a little pinch of salt in there of the Divine Father then your decisions are being made, uh, if they're being made from that point of view, from that energy, your decisions are helping the greatest good and the highest joy for all concerned. Now, going back to decisions, if you feel you are in clarity, then you can make a decision. Usually what happens for me is that I receive the des- decision. I receive, ah, this is the best way for me to do this. And, I mean, when you are in confusion, and when you are in confusion, the ego tends to tell, to tell you in that state of mind, you need to make a decision now, because when you make, make a decision, then I feel safe. But when you're, in a conf- when you're in confusion, you are just not able, you're not in the right vibration, the right energy to be making decisions. I mean, let's look at vibrations as a radio station, as a frequency. The radio station that your guides are sending you your guidance on, this radio station is a very high vibration radio station. And in a lower vibration, if you're in a lower vibration, you have no access to this radio station. So when you're in confusion, the best thing you can do is raise your vibration. So you move up to clarity, and then from a clear mind, then you can make a decision. So please, when you're in confusion, don't try to make a decision. You're just not ready. And how to raise your vibration? Well, you know, I made a podcast about it. (laughs) It's number 26, 10 ways to raise your vibration. Because when you're in confusion, you can meditate or you can walk in nature. And, you know, by the way, nature is Mother Gaia. It's an expression of the Divine Mother. So when you when you want to clear your head, go into nature. Or, you know, there's a lot of ways to raise your vibration. And like I said, if you need some inspiration, listen to number 26 of Heart Travels with Baukia. But do whatever you can to raise your vibration. And by the way, I mean, the color of the Divine Mother's energy is a clear ruby pink what you can also do is just imagine your body and your energy body being filled up with ruby energy the energy of your root chakra this is the chakra in your crutch and feel that root through that root chakra fill up with the this ruby energy and then see it moving through your body. Or you can imagine having a ruby blanket, lay under a ruby blanket. Very, very helpful. Now, of course, you know, I teach my clients to visit their personal Divine Mother, which is, you know, the feminine part of their higher self, and to lay in her arms, to be nurtured nurtured, and cradled by this mother that is always there for you, always. And you can do that in the realm of your heart. When you travel in your heart, you can find your divine mother. There's ways to do that. So, and one last thing, when you don't feel ready to make a decision, you are right. When you feel ready, when you're not ready to make a decision, you need more time. You need to raise your vibration. So, this was it for this time, for this uh, episode. Uh, If you want to know more about my work or you have any questions, uh, visit my website at enjoylivingyourlife.com. Thank you for listening. Until the next episode, bye-bye.